Welcome to Coffee Up by Market Lane Coffee, a podcast for our growing community of like-minded businesses who wish to serve delicious, sustainable, and ethically sourced coffees. My name is Christian. In this series, we'll be covering the countries of origin from where we source our coffee. Our goal in every country is to build long-standing and equitable relationships with dedicated coffee producers who share our values and obsession with quality. Our coffee buying team from both Market Lane and Melbourne Coffee Merchants lay the foundations in establishing and maintaining these relationships. In this episode, Tyson catches up with Toshi to discuss Brazil, the world's largest coffee producing country. Toshi works for Melbourne Coffee Merchants as well as Market Lane, where he's about to celebrate his 11th year with us. He's a renowned coffee roaster with an incredible depth of knowledge. He oversees quality control and of course, purchases coffee from Brazil. Together, they discuss Toshi's experiences, the regions we source from, and the stories of the people that we partner with and who produce the coffees we love. So, Toshi, thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. No, all good. <laughs> Thank you for welcoming. Um, pleasure. Uh, so, I understand that you've actually spent some of your childhood growing up in Brazil. Yes, I did. I lived in uh, Sao Paulo with my family when I was two years old. Oh, wow. So I don't remember clearly, but especially I remember views and sceneries and food. Oh, nice. And how long were you there for? Uh, six and a half years. So you probably know a little bit of Portuguese as well as Japanese and English. Uh, I wish, but uh, I went to Japanese school in Sao Paulo. So I think that time before back to Japan, um, I understand what they talking, the local people talking, but uh, that was very hard to speak Portuguese fluently. And then after I come back to Japan, I forget everything. You don't practice <laughs> it that much, so no. no, fair enough. And when did you first travel to Brazil as a coffee buyer? Yeah, my first trip to Brazil from Macalene was 2012. That trip was, it's not like a buying trip, more like a education kind oh, of cool. trip. I joined... Um, Cup of Excellence Brazil 2012 as an uh, observer. So I have learned a lot of things and I tasted very tasty coffees. You know, obviously we haven't been able to travel to Origin for the last year and a bit now, but thinking about your trips to Brazil, what are some of your favorite things about going to Brazil? I lived in Brazil before, so everything kind of uh, memory coming back, nostalgic. And I also like uh, food. Brazilian food are like a lot of uh, immigrants, so many type of uh, ingredients and the uh, type of uh, yeah, food. So yeah, um, I never get bored. <laughs> <laughs> and also I like people too, very warm. And uh, if you have a question to Brazilian people, what's the most important thing? And they will say family, oh, which cool. is nice. <laughs> yeah, that's very nice. Lovely. What regions do we buy coffee from in Brazil? Yes, uh, we go to uh, Bahia. It's uh, north part of Brazil. And I think other regions are quite popular. And you might heard uh, Carmo de Minas, Minas Gerais, also Cerrado. Uh, but Cerrado or Cerrado, uh, we uh, go to more north part of Brazil, which is Salvador in Bahia. And what sets these regions like Bahia apart from other regions in Brazil? Especially we buy from Chapada Diamantina area in Bahia. They produce a little more smaller than other region, other area. But Progreso is quite big, they produce. And uh, I think coffee character 
Terawa is quite different to other country, uh, other area too. Yeah. Is there anything distinct about the geography in Bahia than other parts of Brazil? Yes. It's a little more north, so much close to equator. So that makes different. And also need to be higher altitudes because close to equator means lower altitudes too hot. Most of the good quality stays like a higher altitude above 1,000 meters. Let's say, for instance, if you're working a shift at one of our shops and a customer comes up to you and they've never tasted Brazilian coffee before, like how do you describe how great Brazilian coffee tastes? I think people in general who had Brazilian coffee before, they think nutty and chocolatey, heavy body. Uh, I will say easy drinking coffee and mm. not too acidic or not too boozy. Yeah. And it's kind of everyday drinking. Yeah. And also, it's basically, it's good for espresso roast, milk-based coffee, and filter, too. Mm. Yep. Are there any particular flavor notes that you really like in Brazilian coffees that come out and you, you know, like you really love when Brazilian coffees taste a certain way? Yeah. For example, some of my favorite uh, coffee from Piata, yeah, like Sao Judas, Cafundo, Gerais, and, and also... Some of the coffee from Progresso, Marimbas, and Sincora. Uh, they are very clean. Mm. And it has a nice complexity, but not super heavy. Sometimes get, I get tropical fruit, almost like pineapple, yeah, and nice. brown sugar sweetness, and nice cocoa flavor too. Yum, that sounds great. Are there any particular coffee varieties or processing methods that are really common in Brazil? In general, I think they grow uh, Bourbon, Katuai, Ikatu, many different types of varieties. But from Bahia, Diamantina area is more Katuai and Topazio. Mm. And as far as processing goes, I know that most of the coffees that we get from Brazil are the pulp natural process. Is that pretty common throughout? Yes, they are, yeah. Uh, one of the reasons is if all of the coffee farmers in Brazil, they do fully washed process. They run out of water. Also, yeah, that's the one of the reasons they do more purple natural. Yeah. And also um, commercial coffee or commodity coffee, they do a natural process. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I guess that makes sense when you look at the scale of some of those farms being so big. You know, Fazenda Progresso, I think, is uh, about 700 hectares. So it would be a lot of water to process all that coffee washed. Yes, that's correct. So, yeah, they try to recycle the water when they do processing, even mm. proper natural process. So, Toshi, who do we work with in Brazil? I guess, who do we buy coffee from? Yes, from Silvio Leite, who, is, uh, uh, who established a couple of excellence as well. And he's an exporter of our Melbourne coffee merchant. And uh, he's like my coffee master. <laughs> and I adore him. <laughs> so first time I met him in uh, 2012, I was very nervous. <laughs> uh, but he's super lovely and friendly person. So I was yeah. relieved. <laughs> he's, uh, he's so nice. And some listeners may have actually had the opportunity to meet Silvio. He was in Melbourne back in 2019, I think it was. Yes. Um, and we did a couple of coffee talks, but yeah, lovely person. Yeah, yes. So yeah, I respect him so much and I call him as a cupping sensei, which is like <laughs> a teacher in Japanese. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and so you mentioned that he's the exporter who um, Melbourne Coffee Merchants work directly with and he's helped us to establish a lot of the relationships that we have. 
but he's recently started producing his own coffee, hasn't he? Yes, the farm is called Circa de Pedra, and uh, we purchased the coffee, which is uh, San Benedito, and that was very first crop for his coffee, and the uh, quality was already really high. Oh, that's so good. So it's great to start. Oh, that's it's awesome. Good coffee. Mm. So good. And uh, terroir-wise, altitude is very high mm. for uh, Brazil. Uh, it's uh, nearly uh, 1,300, so that's good. Yeah, cool. Mm. And his uh, Silvio's farm is in Bahia? Yes, uh, part of uh, Chapa de Diamantina. And um, who else do we work with in Brazil? Antonio Higno, who is owner of South Judas, and he's full of knowledge for coffee farming, and a lot of people around him respect him so much. Mm. Uh, he's very precise. Like he mentioned about uh, uh, when he was talking to our workers, someone dropped or uh, dropped and bounced the coffee. One coffee bean went to somewhere else. Mm. And then the guy was ignoring the one bean. And then he came <laughs> to that guy and please pick up the coffee. <laughs> it's only one bean, but it can be a cup of excellent quality. Yeah, so wow. That's please make sure... Uh, taking care of all of coffee beans, so which is, he's really passionate about and uh, very serious. Yeah, very, but, yeah. yeah. Lovely so person good. too. Yeah, lovely. And um, who would you say we buy the most coffee from in Brazil? Yes, uh, Progresso, uh, Fazenda Progresso, the producer and also our owner of, and he's kind of uh, taking care of all of the coffee section, uh, who is uh, Fabiano Bore. And his uh, business is like a family-owned business. So they also do uh, potato, growing potato business. And he's part of doing, uh, uh, looking after coffee. Yeah, cool. And so they started, yeah. didn't the family start with potatoes, then yes. moved on to coffee after? Yep. Yes, that's correct. We started buying his coffee from 2015. And uh, every single year, uh, his coffee uh, quality and uh, consistency is improving very fast, very quickly. So at the moment, he's producing pretty amazing coffee. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. So, it's so good. Um, listeners, so one of the main coffees that we buy from Fazenda Progresso is our Marimbus Espresso. Yes, uh, but given the scale of the farm, uh, what are some of the other coffees that people might be familiar with that have come from Fazenda Progresso? Yeah, another one is called Aroma. This time we have a natural process one. Mm. We normally have only uh, Papa Natural and also Simply Viva and Sincora. I think Simply Viva was last year. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, do you want me to talk about uh, uh, Fabiano? Yeah. Like if pers was, personality? yeah. yeah. Yeah, to me, I find he's uh, quite young. Yeah. <laughs> Still, he's, I think, just over 40. He's young, but he's very wise and passionate about coffee, as other people, super friendly, and he likes many jokes. <laughs> <laughs> so when I meet him with uh, Silvio and Fabiano together, they, they most of Cracking the time jokes. talking, yes, in Portuguese, and then laughing, smiling each other. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, um, very good. <laughs> yeah, nice. Keeps us very, yeah, happy. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, so Fazenda Progresso started with potatoes and then moved on to coffee. And now, are they, are they making wine on the farm? Yes, that's correct. He's been spending the last uh, nearly 10 years. And uh, uh, that area also, I think Brazilian wine is not very 
comment. Mm. So yeah, he's doing great, great job. And then I wanna try to taste his wine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, my next question was gonna be: Have you tasted his wine yet? Yes, yeah. he said prototype. <laughs> <laughs> that was already really, really good. Yeah. Cool. Also, I had uh, grape juice from mm. um, uh, like unfermented wine. Yes, like a fresh um, grape for wine, mm. and then that was very sweet and full of flavor. Well, hopefully, when we're eventually able to get back to Brazil, you can taste some of the wine and yes. let us know. Not only coffee and the wine as well. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. I know, you know, we've spoken before about how um, yep. a lot of the coffee producers in Brazil, you know, tend to be a little bit older. You mentioned that Fabiano is quite young. Um, yes. But uh, I understand there's neither, another producer that we've been working with for the last couple of years mm. who's even younger and he's doing really good things. Yes, yeah. His name is Clemon. He's uh, owner of the city of Kana. His father used to have a sugarcane farm and then now he's growing coffee. At the moment, he has uh, nine hectares, so it's not super big. Mm. But this is uh, his uh, fourth years for growing coffee, started growing in total. And uh, yeah, he's still 29 years old. Yeah, wow. And he has a lot of knowledge. And also geographically, he knows the areas so well, mm. more than any other people. Oh, wow. Is that <laughs> which just, is amazing. Is that because this family has grown sugarcane there for so long? Yes, yeah. yes. And also he's been working with uh, coffee uh, very close to Antonio Higuno. He helped Antonio Higuno and he also same time he was learning a lot of coffee farming from him okay. and also Silvio too. So he has uh, amazing people around him mm. and of course he has a passion for coffee, growing coffee. He's Kind of quiet, and she will sometimes say shy person, okay. but he's lovely. Yeah, nice. Too. Yeah, his farm, Sitio Kana, is uh, 1300 meters above sea level, so okay. it's quite high. Mm. Very, uh, quite close to Silver's farm, too. Okay. Yeah, he also grows few, many varieties uh, Topazio, which is yellow cherry. Okay. Uh, Arara, Akawa, Obata, Katuai, and Bourbon. Cool. Well, we're, ex we're excited to see uh, to see where his farm, uh, where Sitio Kana and where Clemon um, go in the years to come. Mm. I guess finally, Toshi, is the last question. Um, what are some of the things that you think sets Brazil apart from other coffee-producing regions? Yep. Um, Brazil has one of the biggest uh, coffee-producing country. And also, same time, we are buying from uh, small farms, micro lots. So it's good to see the both of uh, harvesting, processing, and uh, both farms and owners. Yeah, I learned a lot of things from, uh, of course, big, bigger scale farms, and so and also micro lots, small farms too. Mm. So it, this that is not very common for other countries. Like Bolivia has micro lots for yeah. specialty coffee. And a few other countries also, same, yeah, small or... Uh, yeah, so in Brazil, I guess you've got the benefit of the scale there, but then you also have really quality-focused producers at the same time. Yes, yes. Like, for example, Cerrado, uh, their farm is very flat. Mm. And, uh, yeah, some of the farm in Cerrado, they use a pivot-style watering system. Oh, like a mechanical yes. water, okay, yes. Mm. But some of them are different way. Okay. To do. So, yeah. yeah, it's good to see. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Great. Difference. Yeah. Awesome. 
Well, thank you so much, Toshi. It was great to learn a bit more about uh, Brazil. Thank you for inviting. All right, thank you. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Coffee Up. I hope you enjoyed learning a little bit about Brazilian coffee. In our next episode, we'll be catching up with Aylin from Melbourne Coffee Merchants to talk about Kenya. If you like what you've been listening to, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. Thanks again, and we look forward to catching up with you for a coffee soon.